Hello and welcome to season 6 of the Global Career Schools, the podcast of the University of London Career Service devoted to professional and academic journeys, narrated by employers, University of London alumni and students from around the world. This season's spotlight is technology and more precisely the transformative impact of AI in the current and future work market. We hope you enjoy this season. In today's episode, Liz will be talking to Fabio De Ponte, an anchor journalist working for RAI, the Italian national television, who, moved by his interest in technology, has pursued an MSc in Artificial Intelligence and Data Science with the University of London. Fabio will describe us how he decided to take the deep dive into a master course. He will give us some insight into how AI is gradually permeating the journalism sector. He will illustrate the skills and qualities of the journalists of tomorrow in this AI-dominated era and share his personal experience on how he managed his work, life and study balance despite family commitment and a full-time job. Hello, Fabio. Thank you so much for agreeing to be part of our podcast today. It's a real pleasure to meet you in person. To get us started, could you tell me about yourself in a couple of sentences, who you are, where you're calling in from, and what's your link to the University of London? Thank you for having me here. I'm very glad. Well, my name is Fabio de Ponte and I am 46 and I work as a journalist. And as a matter of fact, I've been working as a journalist for the last 20 years almost now. And I just completed a Master of Science in Data Science and Artificial Intelligence at the University of London. Fantastic. And could you tell me a little bit about what work looks like for you at the moment? Well, I work as a journalist, as I said, and so my daily job is to go to our office where we write news for the news program of the day. And I also present news. I am an anchor and I present one of our news programs in the morning. And yes, so that's my job. Fantastic. So could you tell me a little bit more about why you chose to study an MSc in data science and artificial intelligence? Well, I've been very interested in artificial intelligence for a long time. I have been thinking about it for at least 10 years. And when the pandemic broke, our job really changed a lot and I had more time and also, the, the, I felt that was a good chance, a good moment to look for something online. And I found this online program of the University of London. It was absolutely very interesting and very well cut on my needs and the kind of time I had. So I went for it. Fantastic. And you know, let's just spend a little bit of time finding out a bit more about your program before we move on how you can combine that with your expertise in journalism. So what did you have you particularly enjoyed about the, the MSc data and data science course? Well, mostly two things. Data science as a field, my previous degree was in international affairs. Uh, I have been working as a programmer prior to becoming a journalist, but, you know, I hadn't, I had not strong skills in data science. Actually, I didn't have any, any skill in data science. I just had skills in programming and realized that data science is all around us. And many things you can, you can see things in a rather different way when you start thinking about, you know, statistics 
applied to, for example, social events and social things that happen. And of course, this is very important in my job. So it changed my way of perceiving many things in, in my job. The other thing I discovered with this Master of Science is neural networks. I've been, you know, reading a lot about neural networks, but I never got the chance to go really deep into it. It's a field very, very interesting and very impressive. And now I feel I have a grasp on, you know, all these incredible developments that are happening. I can understand actually their relative importance of different developments. And it's very important to me to understand where things are going. I'm sure so many people would identify with that. We'll come back to that more later. But sort of focusing particularly on on your career ambitions and your career journey, how do you think that studying the MSc in Dev Science and getting an insight into areas such as neural networks will help you pivot and develop your career going forward? Two ways, because artificial intelligence is impacting so much journalism at the moment. In my company, which is the Italian National Television, lots of attention has been drawn to this field. And actually, I created a group of journalists within the company from different programs to exchange experiences and share opinions and knowledge about artificial intelligence, about tools, about where things are going. And it's a very important moment where people are really wondering where all these things is going to take us, how the the job of journalists will change. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that I am right in the middle of it. And so I really am happy about it. At the same time, it is true that nobody really knows it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But many new tools are being developed every day. And yeah, so I am... starting to use these tools, I realized that I can understand what limits these kind of tools have, and I can share this knowledge with my colleagues. Mm-hmm. So I feel that I can take some awareness into the category, and I feel so proud about this. At the same time, I think that artificial intelligence is much more than that. I think it's a really a revolution because we are... When you have language models such as ChatGPT and they can answer questions that do not just collect some information, but also to apply some logic, you have tools that are actually able to reorganize information and and apply some kind of logic, just learning and just modeling language. And it is the age of an entirely new field because when you can model logic out of plain language you are actually trying to understand how thought works this is a very a very big word but we are trying to understand how thinking works and yeah. this is much more than just having new tools this is like an entire new you know it's it's a kind of a philosophical tool and i think that of course everybody is very focused now on the tools that these kind of new techniques allow us to have but in the long run the promise here is to have tools to try to understand how thinking works what i hear you describe is a real paradigm shift yeah. So so I just want to focus a little bit more on your career then I'm going to ask you a bit more questions about its impact on how it's changing journalism and media 
But as you say, it's such a revolution. It's difficult to know how it's going to evolve. But looking forward for for, your career development over the next three, four, five years, you know, what I hear you say is that you're positioning yourself as an expert among colleagues and also encouraging colleagues to share their views on how it's evolving. Having completed this MSc in data science, how would you like to see your career develop going forward? I would like to be a, a good factor for change. I think that what is going to happen in the industry is that many simple things that are being done all the time in journalism are not going to be done anymore because they are going to be auto. Most of the work that journalists do is to bring together things from different sources, from online sources, from news wires, and from social networks and bring them together, which is not being on the field and get regional and of course, in the industry, for example, when I go to, to work, many times I have to do this kind of, of things. You put together information, you put together news from different sources, and you create a story. And this is not very original. And I would really, I would like uh, to devote much more of my time to directly speak to people and find new information, you know, new original content which is often very time demanding. It's an activity that sometimes doesn't take you anywhere. So of course, most of your time is not devoted to that that kind of activity. And what I uh, think is that in the next, you know, five to 10 years, it's a bit of a paradox, but I think that journalism will go back to its roots because Mm -hmm. most of the things that don't really bring new content, they are going to just to let to the machines. Where and the journalists, they are going to work much more on the field because they will have more time to do the things that really matter. At least this is my optimistic way of thinking about it. Optimism is great. I mean, I find what you're saying you know, really inspirational. You're seeing the transformation of this is the routine can be you know, automated and that actually because of the large language models enable more to be automated and you still end up with readable content. But still the investigation, the originality, the sort of, as it were, unexpected angle, that's exactly. what the human journalists can still do well. And I, I love your phrase, going back to its roots, that investigation and that inquiring. Have I got that right? Absolutely. I think that insights, you know, they are really time demanding and they are also very often very expensive in in terms of time and, and money. But if you can focus on that, because that's where you can make the difference with your product, then probably companies are going to invest more on that kind of thing. So given given the fact that in this fast-moving environment, the role of journalists is transforming, what skills or qualities do you think it's likely to be essential to have to thrive as somebody working as a journalist in this AI environment? You know, what skills and qualities does the journalist of tomorrow need, do you think? Well, first of all, shouldn't be scared of mathematics. (laughs) Because that's a real problem, at least, you know, in my experience, many, many colleagues are afraid 
of technical side of things and and whenever there's something that has too much to do with numbers they are scared and, and walk away but i think that and that's the thing that i learned from data science in numbers you can find lots of interesting information and to answer your question apart from that we will have lots of new tools and it's very important that journalists learn to use these new tools and at the same time are aware of their limits and aware of the advantages that they can bring in the profession. So understanding of these tools and understanding of their limitations, you know, what they can do, what they can't do. But as you said, I love that. Not being overawed by the mathematics and realizing that actually the stories in in the data that they can, can use. Yeah, and I think that in in the future, more and more data will be central to journalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so again, which is why we're delighted to be talking to you today, is about the media is like so many other fields being transformed by AI. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you knew somebody who's you started working in programming, and then you came to journalism, and then you've um, trained in data science and now you're seeing that interface between how data science is transforming journalism and you know, this sort of really creative synthesis of your appreciation of what good journalism looks like but also your appreciation of how these tools can be used and how they'll change the field but being a pioneer which i'm sure you are as a journalist is really embracing data science to the level of doing master study in it can I sort of ask you how you manage your sort of work life and until recently your study balance? There's so much change, there's so much to learn. Yes, basically I just gave up sleeping. <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> That's how I did it. As I said, I you know I am in my late forties and I have a full time job, but I have a daughter who is thirteen. And she is very demanding and it's a little bit tough. I have mm-hmm. and you need to be very focused and you need to be very determined. You you really need to love this mm-hmm. uh, because if you do, even when you are tired, even when you have not much time to dedicate, anyway, you find the energy and the focus that you need to go on. And online courses have this great advantage that you can work at your own pace in your own time. Many times your own time means when you're tired after work. Mm -hmm. And so you need to be prepared to dedicate yourself to this, even when you are, even when you really are tired and you just would like to see a movie and go to bed. And in order to, to do that, you need to be very very interested and very excited about it. Sure, it's really very true and very good advice. One question that you sometimes get is that because we've had this sort of suddenly AI, you know, is being talked about everywhere, chat GPT is being talked about everywhere, it seems to have such a broad impact. Um, If you have any advice on if somebody was thinking of doing a similar career change to you in pivoting, from something like journalism to more of the, the data side, what do you think they should focus on so they're not trying to learn too much or take on too much at once? Well, I'm not sure. The problem is not to take too much at one time. 
The real problem is to be very aware of the things that you are going to study and if they are within the, the perimeter of your own interests. So my advice is to look very well at the syllabuses and at the, the, the modules of the courses you're going mm. to take and the contents of each module and make sure that that's what you really want to do. So in, in order to be sure that you go in the direction you want to go, because if you find yourself in the middle of something and you realize it's not the right direction, I think that's the mm, most difficult situation where you uh, can find yourself. So I don't think you want to be in that situation. Excellent. So, okay, we're coming towards the end of our time. And I just wanted you to look back at your younger self, or, or indeed, perhaps just a younger version of you now, and think, say, 10 years ago, somebody you know, in journalism with this change on the horizon, in terms of your career development and you know, adapting as a professional in this changing AI world, what advice would you give to your younger self? In truth is, in Italy, not much has changed so far. Things are starting to move now, but definitely 10 years ago, they weren't uh, on radar. Everything was off radar at, at the time. So even though I was very interested and in I even if I took the, the course I took now, 10 years ago, I couldn't really make use of that. So I have lots of suggestions for myself 10 years ago, but none of them is about artificial intelligence i'm mm -hmm. afraid because mm -hmm. because you know italy is not a united kingdom these kind of things are moving slower but what i get from that i think it's really helpful to our audience mm -hmm. is it's about pick the time to surf the wave and that that's very in the context yeah that's true even even though i i, I must admit that it was uh, a bit of luck now because i when i started I didn't really expect that artificial intelligence was going to be uh, everywhere in, in two years' time. I really didn't expect that because, you know, this is a field that has been there uh, at least for 40 or 50 years. And, and it never really grabbed all this attention all at once. Uh, so I really didn't expect this. My real problem now is that I am in love with this field because I think that it's much more than technique. It has to do with the big questions. And, and so much so that I am thinking about pursuing a, a PhD and starting doing research about this. Uh, so on, on one side, I have my career in journalism, which is very interesting and accelerating on the things that I am interested on. But at the same time, I feel that there's uh, a whole new field where there's lots of exciting things to do. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to do in next years, but whatever I will do, I'm, I'm sure there will be very exciting things. Yeah. And that's so inspiring. And it was made me think of the fact that as we all live a bit longer, you know, we have a number of lives. Uh, even in our working lives, we have more phases, more chapters. And I think that, as you mentioned, I think that you were saying you're late 40s, the fact you talk with such excitement and sort of enthusiasm about whole new horizons yeah i think it's tremendously in, inspiring and i think it just sort of starts to draw this to a close as i say you're somebody who's embodies a bit of career pivoting a bit of career opportunism 
you know, I love your honesty in saying, well, I didn't realise you know, how big a thing it was going to be. So clearly, you, like many good journalists, you have a very good sense of timing. But I just wondered, many of the people who will be listening to this will be people thinking about a career change or a career pivot, quite possibly into some sort of data science or AI related field because it's changing so many professions and often in the middle of life with teenagers and children and family responsibilities. So for that audience who are navigating or uh, some sort of career change or career pivot, I wonder do you have any sort of more big picture advice about navigating that career stage? I am in the middle of it. So I feel I cannot really give strong advices because I don't want to say things that I cannot be sure about. Uh, the one thing I can say is that it's true at this age, you often tend to think that you took a, a path in your life and it's very difficult to change because you have obligations and debts about the house and this kind of stuff. And of course, you have your children enrolled in a, in a school, attend the school and you cannot move and this kind of stuff. And this is all true, but it doesn't mean that you cannot start a new course. Uh, and I think that university has this great advantage that lets you learn some something very different in your own time. And you can start measuring your own real possibilities with this new field without really quitting your job and, and move away from your old life. So at the end of the day, all you risk is that you dedicated much time to something that really, that didn't turn out to be what you told it could be. Still, you will have your job and you will not be deviated from your life. And if things turn out to be what you thought they could be, then you can work out a way to actually change your life. And it's much simpler, I think, to turn to university and, and, and start a new course to explore a new possible scenario than just, you know, quitting your job and, and, and looking for another job. It's something that helps you exploring new possible galaxies without really losing grasp on, on the ground. What a lovely phrase to end with, exploring new possible galaxies. And thank you so much, Fabio. It's been such a pleasure to hear about your excitement and your enthusiasm and you know, your determination to explore this whole new area of data science and artificial intelligence, to think your thoughts about how it's changing the media, but also your excitement of what you might do next. Uh, I'd like to thank you. And I know that what you've said would be inspiring, valuable to all our listeners. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. This was the sixth season of the Global Career Schools podcast, brought to you by the University of London Career Service, this time devoted to technology and artificial intelligence. You can find our episode on your favorite streaming platform, including Acast, Spotify, Amazon Music and Apple Podcast. All links and resources are in the notes. This episode was hosted by Liz Wilkinson, edited and presented by me, Bushra Janu. We'll publish more episodes in the following weeks, with some inspiring stories from our global graduate and student cohort, so please subscribe. Thank you for listening and join us next time for a new Global Career Call.